morning, dear listener. You're welcome to Nasco Moments. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember to always stay safe. I'm your host, Hudun Gang. This morning, we shall be talking about erectile dysfunction, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. Most men aspire to mature, marry, and meet their conjugal obligations to their wives. In this light, the famous philosopher Abraham Maslow classifies sex as one of the psychological or basic needs of man. In this light, the famous philosopher Abraham Maslow classifies sex as one of the physiological or basic needs of man. However, over the years, more and more men are having this aspiration very difficult to realize due to a number of health constraints. One of the major constraints is erectile dysfunction. Statistics indicate that one in every 10 men is likely to be experiencing a form of erectile dysfunction. Worrisomely also, experts' projections indicate that the worldwide prevalence of erectile dysfunction is expected to increase to 300 million globally by 2025. Sadly, this health condition has led a lot of men into depression and other severe forms of psychological and social challenges. To help enlighten the listener on this topical issue this morning is Dr. Chimao Foha. He is a consultant urological surgeon with the Division of Urology, Department of Surgery, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. All right, stay where you are. We'll be back right after this. For your Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back, dear listener, to the NASCO Moments Show. We are discussing erectile dysfunction, causes, symptoms and treatment options with an experienced physician as our guest on the show, Dr. Chimao Foha, who is a consultant urological surgeon with the Joss University Teaching Hospital. So we'll begin the conversation of the day. Can you tell us by simple definition what erectile dysfunction is? Thank you. Um, Erectile dysfunction is the inability of a man to obtain or maintain erection for adequate and satisfactory sexual intercourse. Okay. Now, in what ways or in what way is erectile dysfunction different from male infertility? Well, male infertility is inability of the man to have a child, while uh, erectile dysfunction is inability to have an erection. So, by extension, erectile dysfunction is an extension of infertility because you have to have erection to have a child. Mm. But it can also be an isolated problem. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, at what age are males likely to experience the problem of erectile dysfunction? Well, usually it's, it occurs across board. All the age groups are involved, but commonly among men above 50. So, any man at all can have erectile dysfunction. However, as men age, the incidence increases, the prevalence increases. So, you can have men above 50, up to 50% or more 
at less than that age, you can have maybe 20% or less. Okay. Um, can you share with the listener what uh, the causes of uh, erectile dysfunction are? Well, the causes are numerous. Uh, we might not be able to exhaust them. However, we might just look at psychological causes, marital disharmony, loss of spouse, okay, situational uh, problems, I mean, uh, dysfunction. Where men prefer objects or self-satisfaction or anxiety, stress, okay, so those are some of the psychological causes. Why have pathological causes? Men that have diseases, high blood pressure, um, diabetes, hyperlipidemia, obesity, people that take drugs to treat some one ailment or the other. Okay, people that take drug of abuse, some kind of surgical problems that patients would have had in the past, and diseases that affect the penis itself. So those are some of the causes. Among many others. Among many others, <laughs> yes. What are the different forms of erectile dysfunction? Okay, um, it might be primary in the sense that the man has not achieved erection at all in his life. It can be secondary. And in the secondary causes, it can be psychological, it can be organic, in which case the causes that can be pinpointed as the cause of the um, erectile dysfunction. Of course, it can be mixed in the sense that you have both psychological, pathological cases and other causes mixed together in the same individual. Mm. So if it's psychological, then how easily can it be overcome? Well, for psychological causes, we usually give sexual um, counseling, you know, sex therapy, Okay, and cancel the patient, cancel the wife, bring in some lifestyle changes. Those things can help the man. All right. Um, what are some of the symptoms of erectile dysfunction? Well, basically, you would not have any symptom per se like we had in the last discussion. However, those men cannot achieve erection. He cannot obtain an erection. He doesn't have the zeal to have erection. Okay, there might be underlying problems, conditions that are causing these things, but basically he cannot obtain or achieve an erection. So that's the major problem that these patients have, apart from other issues that relate to marital disharmony as a result of the erectile dysfunction that the man has. Mm. So what do you do in order to diagnose this uh, condition? Well, diagnosis is basically history. You talk with the man, try to look out for risk factors that we have just um, talked about. You get the risk factors that can lead to erectile dysfunction. Then, once you have the risk factors, you are able to know whether it's psychological, whether it's organic, or whether it's mixed. Once you have that, then you look for risk factors, like I just said, then other predisposing factors that are part of the complex that can lead to erectile dysfunction. And of course, after that, you look at the patient holistically, examine him and look if there are factors, hormonal factors, uh, work pressure, and all those kind of things that can lead to erectile dysfunction. Then you examine the man, you look at him totally. Then of course, you examine the genitalia, which is the primary point where the problem is. And you see if there are factors that can be elicited that can lead to erectile dysfunction. Okay. Do you have uh, cases where uh, you diagnose a person with erectile dysfunction and nothing can be done for that person? Well, uh, in medicine, there is always hope for everybody um, in the sense that 
there is always a form of treatment that is available for every patient. So people are different, patients are different, individuals are different. So you tailor the treatment according to the needs of the patient. Okay, so there's hope for everyone. There's always hope. No cause for alarm. Join us again right after this break. Listener, it's the NASCO Moments radio show. And we're talking about erectile dysfunction, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. We'll get to the treatment options when we return from the break. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby still is shining. Oh. <laughs> and now we don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back. This is NASCO Moments and I'm Hudun Gang, your host. We're talking about erectile dysfunction, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. Dr. Chima Ofoha is on the show to enlighten you as we explore this topic. He is a consultant urological surgeon with the Division of Urology Department of Surgery of the Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. Now let's get right back into the discussion. To what extent is the nation's health system equipped to treat the increasing numbers of erectile dysfunction cases in the country? Well, over the years, um, recently, um, one can say there have been a lot of uh, training for doctors, especially specialists who have special interest in treating men. Erectile dysfunction is one aspect of men's health. So we have a lot of people who are already specializing and uh, specializing in this aspect. So we have doctors, we have urologists who have special interests in areas that concern men's health, especially erectile dysfunction. So we are quite equipped to handle all aspects of erectile dysfunction. The major challenge we have is the quacks and over-the-counter treatments that people go to the pharmacy, they go to the chemist, they obtain drugs that they shouldn't obtain, you know, because erectile dysfunction on itself might be an isolated disease. It can also be a symptom of another lying disease. So you need to have to see a specialist to be able to discern what uh, aspects that you have, that the type of treatment that you will need. So there is help. Mm. You know, we have enough on ground. In the first place, why are the cases increasing? Well, the first of all, let's look at that uh, a lot of people are coming out now, unlike before, when people sit at home and uh, manage themselves to um, look for help. Uh, So a lot of people are coming out. That's number one. Two, the the stress of living is also increasing. Uh, You realize that the stress of the day is quite much and stress is one of the um, psychological causes of uh, erectile um, dysfunction. And apart from that, we are also having a lot of uh, uh, chronic diseases, unlike in the olden days where we dealt with mostly infectious diseases. Presently, we are having a lot of um, 
chronic diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, and others. And this contributes a lot to erectile dysfunction. So there is an increase. Okay, and the projection is that it's still going to increase over time. Mm. Now, how frequent uh, should males present themselves to professional urologists for examination of their sexuality? Well, um, I will look at it from a different point of view. I would rather feel that uh, erectile dysfunction is part of the man's well-being. If the body is healthy, the man functions well. So it's not an isolated aspect of, of health in, in the sense that so the man needs to come for regular checks. So you check your blood pressure, check your blood sugar, you check your lipid profile, okay? If you are smoking, you stop. So some of these um, diseases are some of the contributory factor to erectile dysfunction. And if they are properly handled, then um, the men should be able to have adequate and satisfactory intercourse. So regular health check, general check, should suffice. Mm. Which normally we're, we're supposed to have the problem is that uh, we just find it very difficult to go into the hospital to have these regular checks. What are the common treatment protocols for a man with erectile dysfunction? Well, let's look at the range of available treatments. And then if we have time, we can look at them in detail. Um, usually, the first aspect, as in every disease, is lifestyle modification. Then, of course, counseling, which has to do with uh, both partners, the man and the woman. Then, of course, you're now bringing drug treatment. We have various types of drugs that we use. Then you have injections that can be injected directly into the penis to achieve erection. You have devices that can be used to create artificial erection for the man. Okay. Then, of course, you have prosthesis. These are um, instruments that can be implanted into the penis so that the man, whenever he wants to have erection, I mean intercourse, can switch on their um, valves, reservoirs, fluids and all that connected to the prosthesis. So whenever he wants to have erection, he just presses a button, has an erection. I mean, whenever he wants to have intercourse, he presses a button, has an erection. When he finishes, he presses the button, the thing goes down. So. That sounds very advanced. Do we have that here <laughs> available? <laughs> Well, presently, we don't have the prosthesis. Usually, what we do is, if a patient needs it, then we order for it. We don't keep it because they're expensive. So if a patient is in need of it, then we tell you how much it costs, we order it, then, of course, you can see. So that's the surgical aspect of... I wonder how affordable, you said it's expensive, Okay, this one is expensive. How expensive? And then the other options, how yeah, affordable okay, yeah, are they? Of course, they are affordable. Um, lifestyle modification, there is really nothing much to spend there. Uh, what you need to do is, if you're overweight, you lose weight because obesity is associated with uh, erectile dysfunction. Okay? Um, exercise. Men that exercise have good erectile function because while you're exercising, you are living a healthy life, so you are most likely going to have a good erection. If you are smoking, you stop. Okay. If there are drugs that induce erectile dysfunction that the patient is on, is that they are changed to drugs that are compatible with erection, or where necessary it can be stopped. Okay. And uh, of course, those that abuse drugs 
alcohol. These are things that need to be changed for the patient to be able to have erection. Of course, sexual counseling, which is very important. In this part of the world, generally, the man's center point is sexuality. You know, once you take out sexuality from a man, it's almost like nothing. Okay? So we find out that men, as they age, which is a normal physiologic response, their erectile function diminishes. So their libido, that is the zeal, the urge to have sex also decreases. But men, being what they are, always want to function at their peak. So they see themselves when they were 20s and 30s, so they compare it to where they are, which shouldn't be. So every man should understand his biological clock. So there's a point you reach, you might be able to handle once a day, or once in a week, or once in a month, as the case may be. So you have to understand how your body functions. So those are some of the counseling that you need to give the patient. And of course, you do it in conjunction with the with the wife. Mm. And because sometimes the women create a lot of hostile atmosphere in the house when there is erectile dysfunction. And once that environment is created, the man can never have erection because the environment is hostile. Okay. So sexual counseling for this patient, you know, it's also important. You have already gotten into my next question, uh, which is the social and psychological consequences of erectile dysfunction. Is there yeah, anything yeah, more? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. In, in the sense that, okay, like I just mentioned, you know, erection, a man can do anything elsewhere. He can fight a battle. He can get anything done. He can even fail outside, no problem. But once he fails in the bedroom, it's a disaster. Okay, so it's a huge problem, it's a huge psychological problem. It creates a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of stress. You know, the man's his self-esteem is almost in tatters. Okay, and you find out that such men try to avoid any form of relationship. Alright, so they don't want to have association with the opposite sex because as an adult, of course, we know how it works. So they try to avoid that. And of course, sometimes they become hostile to opposite sex because this thing is not working. So anybody that comes near the man is trying to be very hostile. So it's a lot of psychological body for the man. It's just a defense mechanism, really. All right, what are your parting words for uh, the listener? Well, my words for the listener is, um, for the men, is that we should understand our biological clock. You know, we see a lot of patients who come, their expectations are so high. You know, sometimes you have to dampen your expectation and work within the confines of where you find yourself so that you don't create unnecessary anxiety for yourself and for your household, okay? And those that have genuine problems, of course, there is always help available. Then, of course, to the women, because sometimes you find that a lot of women are supportive. They come with their husband. In fact, in most cases, especially for men above 50, 60, you find out that the women are almost like, you know, let me use the words of some of the women. He's the one worrying. You know, that's what you hear them say. He's the one worrying. He's the one worrying, okay? So, that's for the understanding wife. However, there are women that are hostile. You know, we have seen them. They are very hostile. They put the men under a lot of pressure, okay? They, you always pity the man. You almost pity the man. So, my parting word for such women is that they should try to understand with the man you know sometimes this thing happen you can follow the man to seek for help and have counseling together so that their expectations can be you know addressed in the 
confines of a medical guide so that you don't have unnecessary hyper expectation that is not commensurate with what the man can offer. Okay. What's most important is to know that there's always hope. Thank you very much, sir, for your answers this morning. All right, um, listener, I've been discussing with Dr. Chima Ofoha, a consultant urological surgeon, the Division of Urology, Department of Surgery, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. We have explored erectile dysfunction causes, symptoms, and treatment options. I trust that you've learned a lot from this incisive discussion. As we end the show, we urge you to remember to follow NASCO's social media handles for all the exciting information that you can get. Visit www.facebook.com dot com slash nasco group you can also follow the program on twitter the handle is at nasco group we encourage you to send your feedback on any aspect of this nasco moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777 the nasco moments trivia question for this week is what is the condition in which there is a complete absence of sperm from the fluid ejaculated during orgasm? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and remember to include your full name and exact location. On last week's trivia, we asked you to tell us the name of the condition that occurs when an inherited life-threatening disorder damages the lungs and digestive system. If you said cystic fibrosis, you are right. Our winners are Grumshin Mark from Police Barracks and Demer Precious from Lamingo Juth. We'll call you and tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. Congratulations. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm, Harun Audu, and Malau Silvanus. Production Coordinator, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, Deborah Galadima, and Alex Ruben. Until next time, stay safe, always wash your hands, wear face masks in public, practice social distancing, and always carry a hand sanitizer with you. My name is Hudun Gang, and this is NASCO Moments.